Hello. Murphy and friends are at it again. Did you see that performance last night of uh, the Democrats? I was so glad. I was so glad that they did not let Bloomberg get away with terrible things. He did. People may still have to vote for him because the reverse is Trump. But I'm not sure I see too much difference between Trump and Bloomberg. Bloomberg has a hate, a hate for black people. So does Donald Trump. I got a, a public notice from, from New York uh, History Society on 79th Street. The entrance is one is on Central Park West, and the other one is, is on 79th Street. And they're honoring Monaghan, M-O-Y-N-I-H-A-N, this month. This is supposed to be Black History Month. If you haven't read The Melting Pot, you need to read it. Monaghan does a whole number thing on blacks. He chose Puerto Ricans, Italians, Irish, and I believe Jewish. And then, as they said then, when he wrote it, Negroes. And don't forget that Monaghan was in one of these presidents' cabinets, or something like that. What was he wrote that every group of people can make it except black people in America. Now, uh, many of my Caribbean friends and African friends like to say, oh, he's not talking about me. Well, who is he? When a cop stop you, did they stop you because you're Dominican? Or they just let you go? Or you're from Jamaica or Barbados? No, they stop you because you're black. And we have to be clear on that. And he had such negative ideas which he put on paper, because they're ideas. And I was going to Bronx Community College at the time, and so were a whole bunch of other blacks that I knew, and Dominicans, uh, who were quite excited about going to college. But he said that our morals were so low that it's impossible to even think of black folks going to college. Even though he knew that, I believe his name is Bunch, who was a, uh, a ambassador, and then who was living at that time. Certainly Du Bois was living. Uh, he didn't know anything about uh, Washington Carver or Carter Woodson or any other black person. He determines this by looking at some children who play, and whites do it all the time, who play simple, simple games on other people.
Yeah. They're scamming. They're doing that. And tell me what group has not done that. That your your analysis is that blacks will never be morally sensitive and civilized. At that time, don't forget there was SCLC, Southern Christian Leadership Council, Martin Luther King, Hosea Williams, uh, I cannot remember, uh, but the church on 116th Street, the Reverend died about two or three years ago, who marched with King. These people were all alive. What was the other man's name? Powell. These are the famous people I'm thinking of. But none of us will become anything. You base, you base your analysis, which comes from your deduction, that we will never be anything. When I read that, I don't know, it was like 23, 24, I wanted to vomit then. And it stayed with me. And please, don't buy, don't do his estate any good. Go to the library and get a copy and read it. And you tell me what you think. He, I don't think he knows that Puerto Ricans can be as black as black. There are communities like Carolina. What's the other one? There's one a little further out, Luisa. On the other side of the island, you have Ponce. How do you stop a person when you see that they're black and you know exactly who they are and what they do? My God, how evil can we be? So New York Historical Society is having something on him the same month we have Black History Month. What a slap in the face. And I was reading something talking about language. And whoever was the writer, or either the editor, to allow this on, it is some trivia thing, that the only group that doesn't have two negative that allows two negatives in a sentence are African-Americans. Who writes this? I don't know any African-American that I know who teaches their children poor English. And I remember when I was very small, when people were coming from the West Indies, they were coming from the South. It was important that you spoke well. And there's always as the Bible says, the poor will always be with us. I would hope not. But there's always an element that does that, speaks improperly. That means you base everything on who speaks poorly. You tell me a group of people who don't speak poorly. I think his name was Pruhome, P-R-U-D-H-O-M-M-E, uh, was a chef. You couldn't even understand his English. He was a chef on TV. He died a few years ago. Uh, do I say all white people speak like him? I would never do that. Everybody has their levels of people. 
and that horrible Brooklyn accent. Uh, Louis Gates did something on one of the women of Italian descent. And when she got this big role, my cousin, cousin Vinnie, when she got this big, big role, her mother was annoyed that she spoke like that. She said, that doesn't represent us. No teacher that I had spoke like that. And they wanted to make sure you spoke well. So this person who wrote this, I wrote back and said, how dare you? All of my friends have minimum a bachelor's degree. You think they get through college speaking poor English and writing poor English? And then a lot of people that I know have masters, two masters, doctorates. They still want to write that we're the only person, people, who cannot speak properly. So when you say that, when you see people coming from another country and their children's English is superb and they major in English, their children, but we've been here 400 years and we can't speak English? How dare him say that? To insult us in this very personal manner. And I was so upset in the last week of what Bloomberg said about women. This one is too ugly. This one is a lesbian with a horse face. My God, how evil is, is he? Oh, you just take a black youth and throw him against the wall and search him. I know when my son, I don't know, about 12 years old, and he had to take his brother off of the bus, and police see him, and they question him, and he didn't know to say, my mommy's right down the street, you could ask her. Because someone stole something from Pathmark on Central Avenue a block away, not a block away, close to a mile away. You see my son waiting. He has nothing in his hand. So you can write down at that time, we stopped a kid because we heard uh, someone stole X, Y, and Z from Pathmark. Well, where did he put it? What evidence do you have? And with what Bloomberg did, it took a court to stop him because it was unconstitutional. He had no proof that these young people did anything wrong. No proof, yet they were stopped continuously. My God, my God. Some, I'm sure, were beat up. And when I was teaching at Lehman, I taught for 35 years the family and the community, I would ask, who here has been stopped by cops? A hundred percent of the men didn't, I shouldn't say a hundred, one person out of all the years I did that said he was never stopped. I don't know. He said he was never stopped, I take him at his word. But you have to do spread eagle. What do you say to your children one of the professors at Lehman, her son, 
He has three children. They put a gun to his head. Because someone on the other side of the town stole something from a jewelry store. His kids were terrified, shaking. They thought he was going to be killed right in front of them. Because this is the way you handle people. Didn't Bloomberg said he went and told other mayors how you handle people? How absurd that you think something like this is correct. Evil, plain evil. He looked at people who he thought were beneath him with scorn and disdain. But I must say, Warren got into him big time and asked him, do you think this is a racial problem? Oh, no, I've just stopped. He said, Bloomberg wrote, all the murders and everything are in black neighborhoods. Is that true? You mean people whose wives are missing for a long time, people who blow up their own children and and uh, their wives, they never see them again in life. That's why people tend not to do that. You think that people who take guns and just blow down a concert in Las Vegas or go to Florida and kill children in a school and another place in Florida where uh, gays and lesbians we're having a good time dancing. That's not us. That's not black folks. There's evil in every community. In every community. Don't blame that on black folks. Because as soon as whites see you, they start holding their bag. I taught in Lehman College for 35 years, and I would get in the elevator. People see me every day and hold their bags. Because what you put on one, you put on all of us. For shame, Bloomberg. Well, I give to this and I give to that. How does that help me? How does that help that young person that cops threw upside the wall? Many a hit. I know this policeman probably is retired now who was thrown up against the wall by fellow police persons, even though he was saying, I'm a cop, I'm a cop. They still did their routine of hitting him. And a few years later, some captain of some precinct was doing the whole thing, stopping him. He was in his car, asked for ID. I'm your captain, I'm the captain. Of course, a young person, he, uh, what did he do? He resigned that day. Well, that's one. So if they do it to people that are like them, you know what they do to these young people. And it's a shame and a scandal. If you spent more time going through your own neighborhood and find who's killing their whole families or shooting up a school, then I can see you throwing people upside the wall. But they've got to look suspicious. 
and Bloomberg didn't care how many. And I hope he drops out. I really do. What I wrote to the museum, New York Historical Society, which I am a member, or was a member, but I've been a member a few times with him, is that Monaghan labels every black person with the same stroke. That's like me saying an Italian or a Jew, they're all the same. No. Nobody is all the same. Yes, we have some terrible people in the black community. But is your child that way? Are you raising your child to be the best human being he or she could possibly be? Do I have to drive in a rose for you not to stop me and interrogate me like I was the biggest criminal out? So you could say, I stopped this person in this car today and this and this for no cause at all. You ought to be ashamed to think that way. Now, let's go to those three young boys who killed that young lady, young girl, she's 18. The boys were maybe three to five years younger. That's a tragedy. It's unforgivable because you want my watch or my pocketbook. You ain't got to kill me for that. I'll give it to you here. But my question is, because I literally work down the street on between 111th and 112th Street. What have we done as citizens, I don't care what color you are that you're listening to. What have we done that somehow we miss these kids? Somehow they went through past right past us and we didn't see this in them. Are we afraid of our own children? Yeah. Are we afraid to say, hey, young brother, don't do that. Let them know that somebody is looking and everybody's not afraid of them because they talk a whole bunch of yin-yang. We are missing the boat. For so many of these youngsters, there's no pools to go to, tennis courts, basketball courts, soccer games. And I know that area fairly well because I work there and on 112th Street and 5th, between 5th and whatever the next week is that 7th. The only place we could bring the children, because I was working in a school, was to the school uh, outdoor playground. But for some unknown reason, they stopped us from using that. And so we would have to go to the park. So a school, which is public property, in the afternoon, because uh, we kept the kids there until four o'clock, four, four or five. There's nowhere to play. So you lock it on us, you also lock it on the community. Well, maybe you need to have a guard there. But children have a right to play.
And we should be monitoring their play. Because if they're playing, really interested in getting back and playing tennis or soccer or basketball, they're not going to be around beating up and killing people. How many staff rooms does she have? Who is that young boy mad at? Is he mad at somebody in his family? And I see, I witness, and everybody else witnesses that I have worked with or have taught how some parents talk to their children. Very, very frightening. You watch them at the bus stop. There's almost no dialogue going on between the two children, the mother and or the father and the child. How do you expect them to learn how to speak properly? This small contingent, and not everybody who's poor or who's the working or working class, teachers, social workers like myself. They, we all may live in the same community, and certainly right off Central Park, a block away. We used to use that in the afternoon because we couldn't use the school, and the school is much more contained, and so you can see kids. So where, where do they go? What can they do? They watch these video games where people are blown up. And the real thing, 25 years from now, they, none of them will be 40. And they know that they have a life sentence. Each one will get m murder, second degree, 25 years to life. And very, 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 very few people come out at 25 years. So how long will they stay? 40 years? They'll be maybe 53, 54. That's right. But how much is our fault without saying, hey, hey, let's, let's put a community center here. Bloomberg, why didn't you do that? Why weren't you concerned about these young people? Instead of having your cops do that, let cops be friendly to people. And you wrote, throw them up against the wall. So you just blanket everybody. Everybody go in the same shopping bag. Well, it's not right, Bloomberg. It's not something that anybody would do, Bloomberg. Maybe if we spent more time doing that, this young lady may not have been killed. Because we know the boys, they know us. Police Athletic League. Maybe if some of those police, instead of knocking young kids upside the head, played basketball, soccer, baseball, so that worry about someone walking at night, it's gone. I, as a teenager, I used to take dancing lessons. I lived in the Bronx. And uh, on 57th Street, then I took a clock center under Alvin Ailey. I was never afraid to come home alone by myself. That 
three young people would be stabbing me because the school right next to my apartment was PS112. And they put, young people played basketball there. And across from my apartment building was the center. And that was a big thing to go to the center, dance and dance, dance. And even then, you had, and they only named one young person who had a gun. And he shot a kid. We were all coming from church rehearsal. He did kill him. His name is William. And yes, it's our fault. We let him slide through our fingers. I was a kid then. I couldn't imagine leaving a sister or brother so violently because you want to be a man. That person may be in jail to today. And that was 60 years ago. What do we owe our children, Bloomberg? Do we owe them something? When you do cuts, you do you cut out community centers. You cut out schools being open at night to play basketball or just games, play chess. Go over people's homework, get them prepared for college or a vocational school so they can learn electrician. IT workers, plumbers, carpenters, electricians. Instead of spending all that money trying to tell cops, just throw them up against the wall. That was your orders. Yes, I think crime has gotten out of hand. People knocking down people people coming into a deli and shooting person point blank. Those people are the people that need to be off the street. Those people are the people who injure people need to be off the street. They should never be allowed to walk the streets unless they truly have turned their lives around. But I think of a person going up to another person, punching them out, then raping them. And I'm not gonna blame because the young man I'm talking about is from another country. There needs to be places, mental institutions, for some of the people. Because that behavior is crazy. It may involve less than this 1%, but that 1% is talked about so much. Those three boys, less than 1%, people don't go around just stabbing people. I'm sure whatever she had, she would have given it to them. People don't go around knocking 92 years old women out and then dragging them into the alley and raping them. As the kids that I've worked with have said, that's crazy. It sure is. But where do we have for those people to go? We put them in jail, but for? Because even if they get five, ten years, what's going to happen? They're going to come back and do the same thing? They'll be young. If they're 14, 10 years from now, be 24. 20 years from now, be 30, 34. 30 years from now, 44. 
what we put them in a system where people prey on each other. And then we say, well, we did something for them. I just don't understand. Yes, Mr. Bloomberg. If I vote for you, what does that mean, Mr. Bloomberg? If you become the first person to contend with, am I, as uh, Saunders said last night, we're trading Trump for another person like he is, Bloomberg. I saw Bloomberg stuttering, I never saw that. Ben Warren hit him with all of these things. Would you permit these women to talk? Oh no, we signed a, uh, an exclusive uh, legal thing. So that's like taking the fifth. Yeah, I did it. But you said that I didn't do it. Maybe somebody in my group did, but I didn't do it. So you get rid of that someone in your group and let them take and let them talk about it. But you can't and you won't. I was thinking yesterday, Budacek, Bloomberg, and I, and I like her a little bit. Chloe, K-L-O-C-H, A-D-A-R how everyone believes that you can do the worst things to black people that young boy that was thrown into jail because someone said oh he stole a uh, backpack you keep him in jail for two years and then the judge says oh no this throw it out and he kills himself What kind of society are we asking for? Is it okay? Because everybody thinks it's okay. You can do what you want to a black person and just say, well, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Like our blood doesn't mean anything. Our tears don't mean anything. We have more compassion. Look at this dog, he's cold than we have for people who are locked up in a system that cares not. And Mr. Bloomberg and Budacek, in these systems, we put people in jail so quickly. And then they work for companies. And the co they get no pay for it. The institution gets paid. So why are these people coming out, as one woman said yesterday, with $25 and no place to go? They're working for you. I don't know why. I don't understand. I don't understand why you spend so much time because trying to, saying, we gotta find somebody, this one will do, they don't have any kind of uh, person vouching for them, and many times they don't.
And even if they do, you threaten these people. If they come forward, what have happened to him will happen to you. Even if you do, you find that our lives are so dispensable, thrown in the garbage. I don't care who you are. And it's pervasive because in England, didn't one paper put two uh, orangutans or whatever together and a little one walking down the street? That's Megan, Harry, and Archie. It's pervasive. You don't care how much intelligence I have. You don't care how many degrees I have. The bottom line is, I'm a person without what worth. That's the bottom line. I can't accept that. I don't. Uh, I think I'm a human being. I think that I should be loved. I have four children and certainly raised a whole bunch of children in my house. They turned out all to be good people. But some, not all, because uh, anybody came to my house. But somebody might be stopped for one thing and one thing only. But that might be the doctor who saves you. Because my son, Sons have told me how they've been stopped. And when my son was in a class with all white students and they were in a car, police stopped them, shined a light on my son. And they had already said that they, they were medical students, shined a light on my son. Him too. But that might be the very person who saves your life. I hope you're listening. That might be the person who stops that gun wound. And since you're in nice neighborhoods, it won't be a black who did it. Because every time I see something happening, I see someone say, this is such a good neighborhood. I'm surprised it happened. Yes, he killed his, his mother, his wife, and five kids, and the dog. But this is a good neighborhood. Yeah, it's good all right. With people who have a lot of hate in their hearts. Everybody's gotta find somebody that they can stomp on and say, I'm better than this person, see? I can stomp on that person. It's not right. God made us to love one another, not to hate. And all of those people last night, the Democrats, I hope the one with the best heart wins. That won't be necessarily true, but I hope that. Bloomberg, once you, once you get in, you're going to do what everybody does when they get in. Especially you, Bloomberg. You don't, people don't know how you twisted arms to give you another term because you're smarter than everybody else. Sad. I pray that you don't win. I can't stop you, but I pray 
the other B word is Buttigieg. And they ask, your record on blacks in your city is not good. And you said, I haven't gotten around to it. Well, when are you going to get around to it? That's all I want to know. When are you going to get around to it? Because I see every child that's born as positive, has something to give in this world. And I think the people, young people, who are beating up people in the street, punching them, knocking them down, I think it was at least two were hit so badly on the head when they fell that they died. Those people need to be put away. How are we spending our lives? And maybe undercover people have to do it. They need to be put away. And they need to, while they're being put away, learn something about what they've done. Because I don't believe all of them are crazy, though some may be. That young man who killed a 92-year-old woman after he knocked her to the ground and raped him. But then he had a record for, for beating up his father. That's a problem. He was old enough to move out. You don't like their rules? Get on out. Do it on your own. Because something is lacking in a person that knocks people to the ground. It was a man in the Bronx. So many things happened in the Bronx. It wasn't it used to be that way. And I pray to God that the hate that's done by rich people to poor people will end. I'm, I'm leaving you now. I'm not going to bother you. Now, what was said that's really important is that uh, we earn our Social Security, Medicaid, and Medicare. When we look on our tax statements, how much we put into each group. Trump, that is not his piggy bank. And they say it's a benefit like someone is giving this to you. No, you earned it. Don't forget all the people who put in money all this time and die before they're eligible. A lot of people die before they're 62. And then they tell people, oh, uh, you should, don't, should not take your benefits until you're 68. But how many people die between 62 and 68? a whole bunch, and they've put into here. So what are you saying, Mr. Trump? You're gonna raid this piggy bank to give to your friends? And a lot of times, many of these Social Security benefits, payments, I should say, I'm sorry, is all this person has to live off. You're cutting food stamps, all this person has to live off. What are you doing? How evil could one person be? What are you doing, Mr. President? And your friends support you. Bezos, the richest man in the world. You've given a lot to climate change environmental conditions as a result of climate change. 
how can you help Mr. Basil? Don't see that these children in areas, and the area that she got, this young woman got killed in, it's not a low-income area. But we're missing something. We are missing something. We have all become amoral. Ah, it's not me. I ain't got nothing to worry about. No. You do have something to worry about. Because we don't know where we're going to be the next one beat upside our heads. And I want to say to everyone, think about some of the things that I've said. Embrace some of these children. I know it's hard. It's hard to embrace children that may be cursing you out as well as their family out. But they don't see anyone who loves them. When I was living in another condo, I'm going down the steps and these three or four females, mid-teens, blows marijuana smoke in my face. And they laughed, ha, 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 And you know how I felt, felt terrible. What have I done to these people to do that? Then the next time I saw them on the steps, I said to them, you're too pretty to do some of the things that you do. I hope you realize that. And say, and just said, good day, ladies. Because they used to be calling bitches, hoes, sluts. That's their favorite word, and they want you to come back with those words. I know working in the Bronx, and I've seen young men walking down the street cursing a mile a minute, and they see me, I smile at them, and they stop cursing. Even if it's for a minute, they see me passing. You can do that. Find out what some of these young fellows from 10 years old up are doing. Oh, you like basketball? I, 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 got, I got a book on basketball, magazine on basketball. You, you like soccer. You like playing pool. Billets. That's the correct, right, right. Embrace them. Hey, hey, young fella, you know, they got a new thing down the street. It's like a center. Why don't you try it out? Embrace them and tell them that they're more than what other people think they are. I thank you. This is Murphy and Friends. And I'll be back next week. Thank you.